Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your Legion podcast. Um, I'm joined here with Mike and Keegan, as always. We've got uh, quite a big episode ahead of us. Uh, <laughs> we're post, we're less than 24 hours post mini stravaganza. So we've got quite a lot of uh, news, like a ton of news. Um, we're also going to have a little quick invader update before we break into everything. And then um, later on, uh, we're going to have an interview with Lance from the SoCal Open. Um, just because we cannot get enough talking about Legion. So we're just going to get right into it. Uh, Keegan, major Mike. in-person event coming up in like just yeah. over a month. That's that's worth talking about. That is definitely exciting. I'm excited the, for you. I don't need to go. I know. I know. I, I, the Legion tournament circuit continues. It's it's yes, it rise. So. Oh, that was a clever, <laughs> clever comment. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? I'm great. Yeah. Seahawks are up. Yeah. I really I hope they don't punch it in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think the Eagles are winning that. still. Oh, yes. I'm definitely half distracted as we record this because it's on in the background behind my monitor. Yeah. We'll see how that yes, goes. Yes, I'm an Eagles. Yes, Mike and I are Eagles fans. Please don't judge us too harshly. Or I'll throw I something you at a you. Bit. Oh, <laughs> there's the Eagles fan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Just anyway, playing with the stereotype. Um, all right, yeah, moving so, on. We've got yeah, a ton right. of stuff uh, to get through today. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so Nick, how's your Invader League going so far? It's going pretty good. Um, I have played three games in Invader League. Um, I have won those three games, um, and I've actually scored nine points. So I am, I'm pretty happy with how that has gone so far. I still have to schedule my last two games. I'm like avoiding it because we still have about three more weeks, and like I kind of want to take a break because I cram those first three games in. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 having fun. So you're not content to just bully the locals. You have to bring it to the online circle. Glad to hear it. I guess <laughs> you, you, that's an implication that I'm good at this game. <laughs> I'm just playing the most degenerate thing I can find. <laughs> How about you, Keegan? Uh, I have not won three games. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm having fun, and I, I've I've had some fantastic opponents. Uh, I have played two of my games. I did a doubleheader uh, this past Friday. Uh, I'm running, as I think we talked about it last time, I'm running an Anakin triple bark list, uh, which should be primed for bombing run. Uh, I was blue both of my games. Bombing run was in the third slot both of my games. Uh, and I, I got a little too clever in my first game and wasted a, a bark with a bomb that then got picked up by a mall and dropped in my own zone, or actually mall droids, and I lost that game. And then the second game, I was not clever enough with my barks <laughs> and they and i didn't appreciate how fast b, uh b2 ha's can get into range uh two or uh, sorry range three uh and shoot barks off the table that way uh and so i actually ended up uh getting tabled uh for the first time in my legion career <laughs> by your by your uh by your philly local uh philadelphia so kudos to an excellently played game he um I think my experience has been proving out the adage that to really get comfortable with a list, I should have at least 10 to 20 plus games with it. I am not near those numbers <laughs> and, uh, and, and getting, uh, getting my ass handed to me on uh, what should have been optimal uh, battle cards is, is proving it out. Um, so I played, I definitely played sloppy. Uh, both my opponents played really well. I, I want to give a special shout out to Philadelphia. Uh, he just, 
he had a plan. He executed it perfectly. Um, and he knew he just knew what he was going to do, and he capitalized on every single sloppy player mistake that I made, um, and uh, and and just and just crushed it. And that was that was it, it was it, the, the cards were on the table early. I sh- I could have easily conceded, but he deserved to play that out and table me uh, to get it. <laughs> what a good sport! <laughs> yeah, what a good sport. Two more games next weekend for me, and I I, I still have to schedule my fifth. But. I have also won three games, but unfortunately, <laughs> I dropped one this morning. Um, so I'm at three and one. So my single elim- eliminations essentially starts today. Uh, I've got my fifth game scheduled tomorrow, and it's winner go home for me. Nice. I've played three games of VAP, so my VPs are significantly lower than a lot of the mobile lists in my group. <laughs> so if I don't get my fourth win, I will be going home um, as I don't have enough VP to yeah. get through. So I'm playing Vader Boba tomorrow afternoon. Um, I have blue players, so I just got to make sure I take advantage of it. Nice. Yeah, but uh, I got just to start Elims now. Yeah, you know, no I got to play. I got to play breakthrough twice and intercept the transmissions once, and I have R two, so that is why I have so many points because uh, <laughs> I have a lot of units and I have a lot of buses and I have a lot of Wookies and I have secret missions, so it is a little skewy. But uh, I was happy to get those three and get those early points. <laughs> I have none of that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's Invader League. Um, we'll probably, most of us, I-, I mean, I imagine Mike will be wrapped up by uh, by the time we record next time. And I'll yep. be pretty close if not wrapped up. I say I'm going to put my games off, but I won't actually do that. <laughs> you don't have um, enough self-control for that. No, <laughs> none at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, the droid menace is coming for me. <laughs> um. But yeah, speaking of the droid menace, I think that's going to be some of the things that we talk about for the rest of the episode. Uh, Just to kind of give a brief overview of the um, oodles of information and news that we have to discuss today. um, We're going to talk about in roughly the chronological order um, that we actually see things come out in real life based on their initial projections, um, shipping and world issues notwithstanding. Uh, So we're going to talk roughly about the errata hints. We're going to finish off the Kashyyyk wave spoilers that we got for the persuader tank and the infantry support platform or uh frisbee as i like to call it (laughs) the newer organizational concepts which has to do with like the shadow collective and things like that uh everything to do with the underworld of the spoiler i just dropped and then some of the (laughs) long-term previews that amg gave us that's like 18 to 24 months in advance uh they leaked some like this is wild (laughs) far out models and such so um It's Super. as we'll get into, it's really cool to see that they're intent on keeping this game going and growing and that they definitely have plan and we're not going to be left off to die by the wayside. Rip our mind. Yeah, that was the yeah. biggest concern going into like this that like for X-Wing and and Legion that like they might like not have a lot here for us and it might be like a, a really like maybe I should consider not continuing making all this terrain. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they are like put they put their foot on the gas it's like there's this is a lot of stuff but uh yeah, yeah i guess we start with the uh we finish the kashik spoilers here kashik oh, wave yeah yeah super excited just over just overall about everything i mean I'm, I'm gonna steal some of mike's thunder in our pre-conversations he said that, that that stream and that event was everything we could ask for in terms of uh updates and information so yeah um, really looking forward to the long term uh health and variety of this game uh there's going to be just new stuff coming and new stuff to learn all the time yeah and i just want to soapbox for 30 seconds before we <laughs> jump into the uh the errata hints that we got that i mean this is a roadmap. this shows that yeah. while there's i mean we've had justifiable complaints um about 
the lack of a website and the lack of information and the way that they've handled certain staff departures and arrivals, et cetera, which is going to happen. Um, they have a plan at least. And they're going through all the categories of their plan from the hobby side to the casual side to the competitive side to the developing new units. So, you know, we, we now have the proof that they're going to try to put their money where their mouth is and keep the game going. So I'm just thrilled to see it. And it makes us feel like, you know, we're putting our time, our money and our efforts into building a community for a game that's going to be around for a while. Absolutely. It's very rewarding. Yep. Cool. So, can I, I'm going to talk. Uh, can I take the errata ones. since you want? Yeah. You guys want to talk? Uh, you guys are going to spend a bunch of time talking about droid stuff that I have to kind of blank over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, let's get into Anytime it. Anytime you want to start playing droid, you let us know. You join us. I, I that's like the third time in two days that I've heard someone say that, and and thank you. But I'm not. Gonna, I I just painted clones. I need a break from it's okay to make mistakes, Keegan. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we got some. Uh, we definitely got, they definitely talked about the kind of annual points update erotic coming through, and even more than talking about it, we even got to see some of it in the stream game. Uh, and then they dropped a little bit kind of uh, one detail and, and some other directional stuff in the big Saturday stream. So the biggest news from actual tangible errata, we actually got to see new Commander Vader playing and i am also i really want to talk about this because i haven't yet played empire too much but i when i was starting to dabble with it a few months ago i would definitely wanted to make vader cool again and fortunately i didn't have to do that uh because <laughs> these this errata is making him uh, a beast um this uh this gives gives him the long uh <laughs> long awaited for command slot uh, it gives him uh, the out of left field compel core to just really be. That feels so thematically Vader. <laughs> More, it's not just for one command card turn now. It's all the time he's he's making sure that they're they're feeling suppressed or they're they're continuing to move forward. Um, significant changes to uh, we saw two of the command card changes. Uh, Darkness descends is now changed to a divulge, and if not divulge, he gets reliable too. So he's getting those surge tokens the entire time. Uh, Second, uh, the implacable is a huge change. Uh, I guess darkness since that was a divulge before. Uh, so it was, but it wasn't. It came out before divulge was a keyword. Oh, got it. Okay. So it was like the precursor to divulge, and it was essentially the same thing, but it didn't have the keyword. Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Now, darkness now it descends is formally divulge. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, with with reliable two as the non divulge component of it. Um, implacable has changed, and this is a big one too, because implacable uh, was always it, it was kind of the one that felt less and less, and especially thinking forward to operative Vader, mm -hmm. um, because in, implacable now you get a dodge each time Vader activates, so that's a couple of extra free dodges around uh, around for that card. So, do you guys have any thoughts on Vader before I jump to the next big news? Yeah, um, that command slot is should probably just be called a vigilance slot, in my opinion. <laughs> if we're adding two more dodges to his his repertoire. Mm -hmm. um, and I also want to point out that this is what we know for Commander Vader. Um, we were not told on stream if there's any other changes to command cards or if anything's changing for Operative Vader. So uh, if there is, that'd be great. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I hope so. <laughs> but um, yeah. this is all we know for sure. But these are really thematic and just positive changes. Yeah. What, so what, the, what we, this tells me is that Sorry to cut you off again, but I, I'm, I am really excited about this. What yeah. this tells me is that after three years, they're they they're taking a big swing to make Vader the terrifying character he should be, and and I'm excited about that. Yeah, there there was some speculation on stream. Uh, I should say speculation as in confusion between the players, developers, <laughs> and chat um, as to whether or not 
Vader needed in order to get his two surge tokens if Darkness Descends was divulged or was not mm-hmm. divulged, that it wasn't like true reliable. Uh, so we've heard both sides of that. So we'll just have to see what it is when we yeah. actually do get the errata published. Um, as like the person who's probably spent the least amount of time <laughs> looking at Empire lists, uh, I can I, I am I am was I was always a Vader player. No, uh, I'm real excited. Uh, I've always like I've always thought Imperials like they're always the coolest army to look at. Um, I love looking at like painted Imperials, and like I have never had anything that like I really like playing that was really good. Like I would have loved I'd love the ATSC to be really good or Vader, and now it's like <laughs> I can't wait to see like all this errata coming because um, this is super exciting. If you listen to Turn Zero lists, and you should. Um, we just put out an episode with Barra J where she mm-hmm. talked about her six T21 with Imperial officer list. Um, and we've already had some discussions that all of those Imperial officers will be turned, uh, will be helping to turn Veers into Vader now that he has compelled. <laughs> who, needs, could... who needs Inspire when you're just marching next to your Sith Lord? Absolutely. Yeah. You can still get 11 activations out of it. That was a, yeah, that was a great episode with her. Uh, and I can totally believe that that's straight the direction she's going next. <laughs> it's going to be terrifying. I also watched most of the most of the game that they played because that was like the first and uh, it was like the second Legion's specific stream. I think. Yeah, that was day two. Yeah. Um, and uh, they they it seemed like they were also like having a really good time playing, which is oh, like cool. a positive. Like it, it's like. Uh, I'm very excited for the direction of the game going forward with these guys. Awesome. Uh, And then the last bit of specifics we got from the errata was that uh, turn zero as once the, once the new RG comes out, turn zero will now be revealing all four cards from each category. Uh, This is a huge change. I absolutely love it. I have been grudgingly accepting uh, (laughs) (laughs) the bid wars we've been getting into. I think 20 plus bids point bids is ridiculous and, and actually detracts from the game because i think there's a lot you're leaving a lot of points and a lot of possible upgrades and thematic stuff on the table when you're when you're chasing that and i think this i think four cards in each category almost instantly um takes away 80 plus percent of the incentive to go that that big on bids um you're not going to be able to force uh anyone blue player is no longer going to be able to pick and choose and one and 25 percent of the time force the uh objective that they want uh, which is going to make it a lot more balanced. Uh, super excited for this. Um, uh, yeah, I think I've said all I can say really about that. It's a nice buff to Rexstar. <laughs> we are <laughs> we're very excited. Uh, Mike and I have a local event coming up this coming weekend, and uh, we're going to be doing that at our local event because awesome. everybody was very excited about it locally. So everybody who responded to my my app. So. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nick and I were mid-game, and we were, we were talking oh, about yeah. it. He's like, what if we did this? And we are like, let's let's ping the Discord, ping the locals. And he pinged it, and the first yeah. eight responses were all, yes, let's do it. So yeah, that's, that's There was one person who did it like who hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, oh, it's this. Oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. That sounds fun. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, I so. did see uh, uh, LJ put out an announcement today for Invader League. While there's no... they're still thinking in conversations around the rest of any ROG updates if they do come out in time to make single eliminations. LJ has committed that we are going to be doing four cards for the turn zero in single eliminations. uh, So you're you're telling me if I win this next game, I go back to clones. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Let's have some fun. Uh, And before anyone bombards the TTS dev channel, uh, 
we do find we do think that a manual application of this is perfectly acceptable for single elimination. So uh, don't get your hopes up there. Put them on slow <laughs> mode. <laughs> All right, I got my errata in. Oh, uh, there was. <laughs> Uh, Will would not commit to any timeline, although I think at some point there was some talk about perhaps as early as the end of this month, but maybe next month. So we are looking at a pretty close end for this stuff. Yeah, it's probably so, like a three to five week turnaround time yeah. at this point. It's kind of the kind of the impression that I got from watching the stream and the panel. It's yeah. also important to note they did not show us any points in the list. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So yeah. like the implication is that like they were like, oh, yeah, you can try and figure out what these things cost <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on your own. <laughs> the imperialist added up to like 817 points. So something yeah. got cut somewhere along the line. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's were... like we're <laughs> we can't wait to see. Yeah. Um, and so. the CIS list in that stream, we had no idea because yeah. they mixed in oh, a bunch yeah. of uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of new stuff. Okay. Yeah, we All will right. get there. We have an idea though, because we got they never mind. I'll talk about yeah. it later. I have a complaint. <laughs> I have a major complaint. Oh there. boy. All right. This is not the time for complaints. This is the time no. for yay, 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 good errata uh coming in. All right. Yes, so that's the that's the that's the errata section. At this point, I will turn it back over to you guys because we're going to talk <laughs> next about the Kashyyyk wave uh spoilers. So the rest of the spoilers that we got, uh both in the streams uh, this weekend, as well as uh, inevitably immediately after our last recording, <laughs> we got I some told more you, I called it. I'm the Dwarf Spider, uh, Droid, and uh, Fluttercraft uh, uh, information. So, yeah. who wants to talk about the Dwarf Droid yet? Uh, I think I'll talk about the Dwarf Droid. Um, I think it's been out for a couple weeks now, so we'll <laughs> probably just do a quick run through and then yeah. do our usual. This is what I think about it. <laughs> so the DSD One Dwarf Spider Droid, or DS, I don't know. Six health, breaks at four, so a resilience value of four. White defense dice, surges both ways. 55 points, has one of these new AI programming slots, an armament slot, a comm slot, because it's a droid. Comes with a bunch of keywords, so it has uh, free action self-destruct four, so if you have at least four wound tokens, you perform a self-destruct attack, which is uh, a melee to range one attack, I think, right? Uh, with three red dice, blast impact one. Uh, armor three, it's a climbing vehicle, so it's treated as a trooper for the purposes of vertical movement. It has expert climber like the ATRTs, and it is programmed. So it says you must equip a programming upgrade card. The only weapon that it has other than its self-destruct on the card itself is Wicked Kick, which is just a single rainbow. <laughs> Wicked Kick. And it's melee, one melee, obviously. It's a, Oh, and it's melee, yes. And it's a one unit per or one model per unit, so it's not like a fleet of dwarf droids. <laughs> Does is, come with three weapons. Yeah. It, before we get into that, this is an ATRT that explodes. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, the self-destruct yeah. keyword is uh, it's an action. So if you kill it before, it would like if it hits four, and then you kill it in the next attack, it doesn't get self-destruct. So that's like important because that's a thing that's going to happen. They're going to just try and kill it before it gets its uh, explosion off, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so and as, I love it. As we'll see with the weapons, you're going to have some incentive to kill these guys quickly. Buying three. Something else I just noticed is that the uh, self-destruct four, it needs four wounds, but it also breaks it four, which means two of the, uh, well, all the possible results can limit how easy and effective self-destruct is. Uh, you risk losing an action, so if you're trying to attack move to get that self-destruct you're gonna you're not gonna get that you miss uh you know getting a couple of moves if you're out of range and also 
uh, if I'm if I'm shooting this thing and I break it and a surge comes up, I'm I'm taking <laughs> an extra dice off of that self destruct yeah. attack. Hell so, yeah, um, yeah. So that that's a that's an interesting kind of overlap there yeah. that I just noticed. So. Yeah, but these weapons are pretty good. Yes, they are. You want, would you like to take the lead for the weapons, Nick? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna go with my favorite one, <laughs> which is the nose-mounted flamethrower. I know that like that's probably surprising, but uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, it's a flamethrower, so it's range one. It has spray. It has blast. Uh, this has fixed front. Uh, unsurprising. Um, it is, however, a red and a white die, so that's uh, unique. A little bit. The ATRT has two black. Um, it does. It is 15 points. Um, it is one of the two that is more expensive than the others. Um, it's a flamethrower. Um, this thing is speed two and it has expert climber, so it can definitely get there. Um, it does risk dying before it gets there though. So, uh, I like I it a it's, lot. I think it's the best like mm-hmm. flamethrower we've had yet because that red dies one of the, the downsides to, uh, to flamethrowers is you throw your unit to the wolves and then it dies. Well, this thing wants to die. It's got a self-destruct <laughs> attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to charge it forward anyway for its self-destruct, so I may as well flame an yeah. entire unit on the way in. Yep. Um, the second weapon, uh, the nose-mounted ion blaster. Uh, this one is range 2 to 4. 3 black, 3 white, exhaust. This has cycle. Uh, so this is uh, our, our first uh, cycle ion weapon. Uh, that makes it pretty good. It also has it has ion one, and it also has impact two, which is uh, pretty great. Uh, there aren't many ion weapons that have uh, access to more than one impact, so getting being able to like secure two crits means that like you might actually be able to ion that saber tank or that AAT with the red save. So uh, this is uh, a terrifying weapon, and it is only ten points. 10 points so yeah 10 points for an ion yeah it's well it's way better Biston. yeah that's true this is impact one one, no cycle five dice four of them are white (laughs) i mean Biston can shoot at range one (laughs) yay (laughs) but two wounds is definitely worth 30 points in a pathfinder so, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in. There are so many com- various various combinations of things. I'm not gonna get into the point by point comparison. However, uh, <laughs> the rest of it is better better than Biston. Yeah, <laughs> it's the impact too is what really I think uh, I really think sets it off because there are so many times where like you get that impact, you get that impact in like the impact one, and maybe you get a natural crit in there too. But like uh, you know, a saber tank, a Padme saber tank is still probably gonna save that, and then. Yeah, but like you know, getting being able to like secure, you're probably with an aim token here. You're going to probably get three crits after the mm-hmm. aim and everything, mm-hmm. and the impact. You're probably going to get hit. You're 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 likely to hit something that doesn't have a bunch of like you know outmaneuver dodges. So uh, this thing is the bane of AATs. Yeah. For what sixty five points? Sounds yeah. good. Well, it uh, also is the bane of my B2s, so like, yeah. well, if these guys start yeah. getting spammed, my droid hordes are going away. I'm going to have to find <laughs> something else. Um, uh, it's also worth noting that all of these weapons are called nose-mounted, and they are all fixed front. Yes. Um, we did not mention that for the first two, and as we get into the third, they're all fixed front. Yeah, uh, yeah. not unsurprising, but yes. Last one uh, seems kind of good as well. I mean, I like it. it's basically just a better 
ATRT shot. Uh, the nose mounted laser cannon. It's range one to three. Three black dice, a red yeah. and a white, with critical one. I like it. I like it. I like all this. Have I told you that? <laughs> it seems like a very flexible unit. Yes. And it also gives a lot of play to bombing run. Not that CIS don't already have it with stacks, <laughs> but it's almost like dropping a double bomb when you get that in there because you could get the damage from the actual bomb unit itself as well as the yeah. self-destruct by the time it gets in. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's a little bit slower because it's, what, speed two? Yeah, speed two. And we um, don't know the base size yet, right? I think it's an ATRT base. They played with it in the... Uh, oh, they did, uh, yeah. That yeah, did kind of look Plum, like an RT Plumber, base. Plumber played a CIS list, and he had one. It, it was, was bigger than the Dubak that he played against, so yeah, probably the ATRT base. It was ATRT, yeah. Um, but the, so we can't finish talking about this until we talk about their uh, their uh, protocols a little bit. Okay. So I or I guess we could. Do we want to go? Well, the the next unit also has pro- program, so sure. It's, do you want to just do the, the unit, baby. and then we can talk about the protocols and how they affect both of them? Yeah, that's yeah let's do that. Look at Keegan right. keeping us on track. My baby. <laughs> this is why we have show notes, and we're just ignoring them. My cute, <laughs> my cute, my cute googly-eyed snail tank. I they are, that. yeah. Yeah, man. This... Keegan, would you like to read over the card for the CIS version of the Occupier tank? Sure, so I there's will. There's a lot, lot of simul- similarities, but a lot of differences as well. Absolutely. So the uh, the NR dash N ninety nine Persuader class tank droid, which will never be called that because it's a snail tank, uh, <laughs> is the newest he- heavy added to the uh, um, uh, CIS arsenal. Uh, coming in at one hundred forty five points, uh, it is a speed one tank. I believe we know it's going to be on the Oblong base. Is that true? Yeah, they mentioned that it's an occupier base. Okay, uh, eleven health. Uh, White saves with a surge, uh, so it's ATRT sa- or ATST uh, health and saves seven uh, resilience, uh, full armor arsenal two, programmed, which we'll talk about again in a minute. Reposition, so this thing gets to spin whenever uh, whenever you move. Uh, transport one open, which I know you two are just drooling over. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I've already had to wash away the flood. And then, and the and the mitigating uh, point to that is weak point one side. So uh, those occupier bases do have big uh, side arcs. So there's going to be a free impact one for those. Uh, it comes with a oh, and I'm already oh the it comes with the programmed or the uh, the protocols upgrade. It comes with the arse, uh, uh, what is it? the the thing that people the always take pods the missile pods. Yeah, so the HE or the armor piercing or the ordnance. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and a comms upgrade. Uh, and it comes with two native weapons uh, as well. Uh, it's Big Boy is a fixed front, or they're both fixed front. Big Boy is heavy repeating blaster, range one to four, uh, single red, two black, two white, critical one. Uh, pretty nice beefy shot, and it's uh, it, it's got a closer range option. Our second uh, ion weapon for the droids this this cast, uh, range one to two, rainbow impact one, ion one. Uh, fixed front. Uh, doesn't have exhaust, so still better than Biston. Uh, <laughs> this is true. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned speed one, and it does search to hit overall. So, uh, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the snail tank. Uh, what, what are you guys thinking? Uh, Nick, would you like to take the lead here, or jump me to, to get started? Uh, I can take the lead. Uh, it has eleven health because it, why shouldn't it have the same amount of health as the mighty ATST? Um, <laughs> I am super excited. Uh, this thing's only one hundred and forty-five points. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it 
it rolls a pretty yeah. respectable amount of dice on its own. You throw a shell on it for either the eight or ten point shell. I mean, then it's rolling eight. You just move it. You just move shoot into like range three to start because it's such a big base. And then next round, while you're cycling out, you move into range two and shoot the eye on it. Like, I guess you're going to choose. It's, you know, you might chew through 11 wounds, but uh, I mean, you can take repair droids that are 12 points and this thing is going to block a lot of line of sight. Um, mm -hmm. So it's pretty tall at the front, at least. It's got like, you know, that weird snail shape. My snail <laughs> boy. Um, it's, it's so cute, though. I freaking love these cute little droid vehicles we're getting. They're so cute. They're doing, yeah, they're doing a really cool job with that. <laughs> adorable. I want to put, I want to like draw, I want to paint eyes on mine. But like also, <laughs> like that's, I'm not that meme usually, so I probably won't. I painted excited. me a mystery machine. That was your choice. <laughs> it's true. He's not personal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I might I mean I'm definitely I'm definitely very excited. I'm looking me and Mike were like scheming for uh AAT persuader tank list before uh we mm -hmm. recorded here. It was uh it, I mean it's a lot cheaper than an AAT. When you put like a pilot and a shell on an AAT, it gets mm -hmm. it's almost two hundred points. This is like sub one sixty, like with the shell. You don't you're, you don't have an option for a pilot if you're taking one of the cheaper protocols. Um, we'll get into those in a second, but uh, I mean this thing looks really good. I'm really excited. Yeah, the sub 160 thing is what's kind of interesting for me, yeah. and I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do to build around this because I don't think it does enough on its own because of the white save to mm -hmm. be the focal point of your list if you have nothing to support it. But I'm also not sure that it just a double AAT may not be better. But I don't know. Whoopsie. This is just uh, initial impressions there. Yeah, I think what it is is also like a lot of people just like don't have, aren't going to buy two, didn't buy two AATs. So now they can run a double heavy list and probably mm -hmm. not be laughed at. Yeah, like sure. it's like these are these. This is a really this looks like a really solid platform. Uh, it, def it definitely yeah. is. I think it's a really great unit. I just uh, I'm struggling to see where I'm going to fit it in as a jet. Sure. I got to play around yeah, with yeah. it some more. I do. I uh, think it's going to be one of the first units that we may actually see the Bunker Buster shells on. Yes. Um, especially oh, really? if these errata drop those points a little bit. Because mm -hmm. at 12 points, it's kind of expensive. But if you mm -hmm. see them come down into the 10 and under range like the other two, mm -hmm. um, this has Transport 1 open, and it's got a unit. So mm -hmm. I can throw a full B2 squad in there with like an ACM and an extra guy. Mm -hmm. And now all I'm going to do is move forward, shoot you with my Bunker Busters plus the other gun, scatter you out there and then now take an open shot with my b2s yeah. or a light cover because of suppression like i can or i'm going to use that to like re-cohere and terrain scope your heavy with my b2s that are just chilling in there so uh, i don't think it's going to be the main option i'm going to look to start this with armor piercing shells because it only has impact one mm -hmm. so if it's shooting other armor it's it's pretty yeah. ineffective and then so impact... it's got to be pretty close for that impact too because it's range right on the ion impact and then what the, the armor piercing are impact three uh, or the impact two. I'll double check that. I think it's three. But you, I, I'm going to start with the the AP shells and then probably experiment with three. the bunker busters. Impact three plus critical one on eight dice is four crits. It is. It's actually five, I think. Because <laughs> you're going to get a natty crit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like five crits you're looking at. That's pretty pretty good. <laughs> is is this uh, something you throw? Uh, you plan on throwing B2s inside and then you throw it on board comms channel on and yeah. uh, just keep those orders on. Don't even have to spend money on a T-Series. Yeah, I'm going to make a nice expensive 161-point snail tank. 
maxed out. <laughs> it's why I'm looking at like HES shells because they're just a little cheaper. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, then you can put the onboard comms in one of these cheaper protocols and it's still under 160 points and nice. build every upgrade slot. Yeah. yeah. And then the, B2, the B2s have mm-hmm. permanent heavy cover and armor one on top of it. That's mm-hmm. pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. Plus, if you're running something like Kalani or Kraken, um, you can get them dodge tokens. So they're basically rolling around in cover four. Oh, jeez. Yay. <laughs> um, protocols. Yeah. Yeah. Last comment I want to make is um, these guys are also going to be just sick for Magna Guard transportation. I was oh, thinking yeah. that too. But um, yeah. So you're going to walk around with Magna and heavy cover plus their, their defensive capabilities. Mm-hmm. And if you put like an RPS on there, I mean, you're just going to roll around and annihilate anything. <laughs> just any armor. Armor. AP shells with this. Ionize it. Throw an RPS into it. That thing's going to be gone. Mm. Can't wait. But protocols. Yeah. Protocols. <laughs> protocols. These, the art on these are so good um so there are three protocols and both the spider droid and the nr99 can take uh you know any of these Mm -hmm. um they are a little bit more than what i thought they might be where i thought they'd probably just like be like oh you get ai this you get ai that but so (laughs) we can go with the the engagement protocols is five points it's the most expensive one and it's also you just gain ai attack or move so that's pretty flexible um I mean, five points isn't a lot to like, you know, essentially the, the, the snail is 148 or 150 base because it has to take one of these. Um, the engagement protocols leaves you flexible so that you can, uh, your AI, you have two options here if you're not getting an order. Um, I think it's fine. But the other two are where things get a little spicy. Um, Mike, Keegan, you guys want to take one of these? Uh, yeah, I'll right. start with the attack protocols. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I do want to comment with the engagement protocols is you're probably paying the extra two points to be a little bit more flexible yeah. because as you'll see here um, for the attack and defense protocols, there is no AI move. So if you don't get an order on this, um, you're kind of shafted with your positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so the attack protocols, you gain AI aim um, and then you also gain precise too. <laughs> so if you know that you're going to be getting this thing in, in order all the time, um, enjoy your Impact three, critical one, eight die pools with precise two on your aim tokens. Um, <laughs> it's going to be kind of spicy. Hello, Death Troopers yeah. in yeah. tank form. Yeah, it's pretty strong. There's it's also only three points. Yeah, there's also yeah. override. <laughs> there's also override. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, since I've got a long history of playing Jin, who is a nimble character, I'll take uh, defense protocols. Uh, also three points, <laughs> gaining uh, gaining AI dodge. Uh, uh, however you also <laughs> with that dodge you get nimble so you'll never lose it uh, and you get outmaneuver so you can spend it on literally literally everything literally. except for those high velocity shots uh, so that's uh, that's handy well, and yeah, yeah both both the defense and the attack are three points so engagement you're basically spending two extra points to be able to do one of the two things you're most likely to want to do anyways um, but there's so many ways around that right now that uh, um yeah, I mean, my my initial read not playing droids is I choose one of defense or attack and probably don't bring engagement. But what are you guys thinking? I, I agree on the snail tank. Um, I think I, okay. I'm probably gonna. I think I'm gonna start with the attack protocols and just see how often this thing actually gets shot mm-hmm. versus the unit that it's transporting getting shot. Um, mm-hmm. It's always gonna have an order. 
it's a tank. It's a main focal point. It's one of the main points of your army. So like it's going to be ordered and it's CIS. So it's easy to do that. Yeah. Um, for the spider droids though, I do think I'm going to start with engagement protocols when I play them. Just to have the mobility. Um, yeah. Because they don't have coordinate mm -hmm. and they're probably going to be kind of far away for override. So I'm not sure you're going to be able to keep up with that. Yeah. So giving them the option to at least move, it's probably going to be needed. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's not as it's not as exciting, but it might be necessary. I I really like the idea of defense protocols on spider droids because like a spider droid that has a dodge now it essentially has like cover four, and then if it has heavy cover, it has cover five <laughs> or cover six. So it's like it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's exciting that we kind of like that we're getting this now. Like you kind of build out your droids how you want them to. Like the programming that's neat. Like I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like you'll see a little bit differences in the way people build lists with these things instead of seeing like the same three upgrade, same two upgrades on every AAT. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd kind of like to see uh, this um, idea concept execution put into place for some of the other factions. You could almost do like we already have a training upgrade, but maybe like a, a preparation upgrade, something like mm -hmm. that. Like if you just picture like the clones in their barracks or the empire yeah. in their barracks, you could do something that like this storm squad is better at, you know, doing this offensive capability where this one's a little bit more digging at home. Yep. You know, maybe we could do that in like the personnel upgrades that we've seen already. And I think we've made some really good progress towards customization with the, obviously the multi heavy weapons and then something like the specialists and the captains, but going more down this route of being able to even further customize your squads would feel, feel really cool in some of these factions because this is an awesome concept and it's a little bit of a shame that so far CIS is the only thing that has access to it. Yeah. That's not an easy ask though. That's a lot of balancing I would imagine yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's a ton of stuff. All right. Should we jump over to what the Republica is getting in this sure. Kashyyyk wave? All right. We talked to, uh, we talked to, first of all, we finished, we got a spoiler to finish off what the Fluttercraft is getting. Uh, we talked about the Overrun keyword last time uh, when we got it in the RRG, but we now know that Overrun 2 is going to be on the NASP Bombardier, which is literally a Wookiee hanging off of the back of the Fluttercraft with a basket of bombs. <laughs> that is most definitely a thermal detonator. And it's There's a there. definitely <laughs> thermal detonators, yeah. And I, I, something about his face tells me that those, are, those do not have safeties uh, on them right now. He's got a goggle. He's got he's got goggles on. He cares about his personal protection. <laughs> he cares about being able to. Yeah, he, he he has what like sixteen <laughs> flutter wings flapping above him. He yeah. just wants to be able to keep his eyes open. <laughs> this is true. Uh, the the bombardier. It's only an overrun weapon, so it's only going to work um, when you uh, move over top of uh, another unit. Uh, you can perform an overrun attack. You can do two of these, up to two of these uh, within. And did we confirm that these are... I'm laughing. Uh, no, these are not... Uh, uh, you could also attack. Yeah. These, not, these don't count as an attack. Yeah. attack. You can also okay. just shoot your little pistol. You compulsory right. yeah. move through something. You move yeah. through something. You can also you shoot. Yeah. You get three throw, throw some extra suppression around. Um, That's real good. This is two red, two white... Um, and it is a suppressive attack. Uh, I yeah. do believe that overrun didn't count as a ranged attack, though. So it, it does mean it's just like a, you get one suppression. Um, That's correct. Yeah. 20 it's points. Ex explicitly slot. called out in the ROG entry. Yeah. Yep. 
so yeah, uh, cool. I I'm assuming there's going to be some nifty modeling options on that Fluttercraft to actually put a Wookie with a basket of thermal detonators back there, which just oh, feels I think like there what's is. Done. Yeah, I think there is on the model. Actually, there, yeah. there is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's so. If I was a Republic only player, I would be buying three of these and just, I would just be <laughs> memeing like, oh, like triple, like triple over on this. Yeah, like this it's is... so ridiculously, like it's so ridiculously silly. I love it, but yeah, it's also this... like it also could be pretty good. <laughs> it, it is this, and this is just this upgrade just rounds out the entire theme of the yeah. Fluttercraft, which is how do we make a World War One. Air, airplane battle tactics with a bunch of hairy pilots <laughs> <laughs> and this is it <laughs> yeah all right probably uh not too much else to say over that yeah. uh especially since we have the next fun thing to jump into mm-hmm. uh either one of you want to talk about this thing Nick, yeah, feel free i'm actually i'm actually super intrigued by this unit cool. uh the infantry support platform also called i also affectionately called the swamp speeder i think by some people <laughs> that's what i'm calling it it's, it's a I goddamn it. swamp speeder it's like those air those airboats in the everglades <laughs> um, kind of thing yeah yep, it, is, it. <laughs> it is i need, exactly I need a sterling archer like 3d sculpt to sit on the top and just put a little <laughs> speaker for danger zone in it this is uh this is a heavy unit uh 65 points it has armor three Cover one, hover ground, weak point one, rear and sides. Uh, it has a white save. It surges both ways, hit and block. It has seven wounds. It breaks at five. Um, it is speed three. It has a pilot. It has a hard point. It has a comm, so nothing crazy there. Its only weapon is DC-15 blaster rifles. Uh, so two black, range one to three. So pilots getting to shoot out the sides. Pilot and co-pilot, I guess. Um, I really thought ah, this might the have, second die comes I really thought this might have light transport. Yeah, but it does not. Um, anyway, uh, this is uh, Pr- probably really, for the best, considering what it does yeah, have. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has a whole lot of uh, it has a whole lot of stuff going on in its upgrades. Uh, because essentially, this is the they should have just called this the fire support platform, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> not the infantry support platform, the fire support platform. So the first upgrade that I want to talk about is the pilot that comes with it or a pilot that comes with it. Um, infantry support platform only. It is five points while attacking. If a friendly unit uses fire support, you gain surge to critical. That's spicy. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's um, good. Yeah. Um, Fair and balanced. So, so, this and is balanced. A, so this is a 70 point unit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fire support the faction. Uh, it's fine. I, I mean, they really want, I really want to see like these, I want to we really want to see more clone vehicles on the table. This thing's really interesting to me. Um, yeah. It has three weapon options. They all cost 40 points. Um, so I think you're definitely taking a weapon. You're not taking this thing without one. Um, because otherwise it's pretty weird. Um, yeah, I'd rather just like take an ATRT if I'm going to take it naked. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. the twin blaster cannons. All right, no. uh, did somebody else want to take one of these? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll take the twin blaster cannons to start with. Um, so it is forty points, like we mentioned. Uh, it is range one to three, six black dice. Um, and when you activate, you may have this weapon's dice and keyword values until the end of your activation. And if you do, you gain Gunslinger. There's also a fixed front and has critical too. Yeah, so you have the option. More crits. <laughs> more crits, yeah. Right? So you may not even need the, the surge crit yeah, right. <laughs> pilot if you're going to take this one because you're already yeah. going to get critical too. Yeah. Um, on top of like 
12 black dice and six white dice when you fire support a Z6. But anyway, who's counting? Um, I think I need to buy more dice. Yeah, right? I'm glad I accidentally bought those two dice packs at the game store like two months ago because apparently they're going to get used. Um, I, I don't know. So you get the option of like one critical two, six black die shot or two, three and critical one shots. Yeah, it's critical two for... You have to have the keywords you have to have too. the value if you gunsling. Yeah, it says you have to have the keywords too. Oh, and keyword values. Yeah. I didn't. I I did not read. It's I interesting. Right, man. I did yeah. not read. <laughs> I don't think this is the one you're taking though. Like, I think that there is one that you're taking if you're taking this. Ooh, we'll yeah, get I into think that I, at the end. I think this. I think this is the one that you're taking if you just want to like take all of the, all of the dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, will get there. I guess. Yeah. All Maybe. right. Which one? Do you, do you want to talk about the other one that does this gunslinger thing, or you want to talk about the uh, the other one? First? I'll give let's you the, the. Let's hit the other gunslinger one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the other gunslinger one is uh, twin missile pods, uh, range two to four, uh, four red dice, same uh, same card text that when you activate, you may have this weapon's dice keyword, uh, and if you do, you get gunslinger, also fixed front, and this instead of critical two is impact two. So this is if you're hunting. Uh, armor and or just want to sling a red dice instead of uh, black dice. Also, forty points. I think we mentioned they all are. Yeah. Some mobile um, RPS squad, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little better bit. dice, different dice. Yeah, it's... yeah. Argue. I guess if if you are gunslinging, it's two mobile RPS squads <laughs> at range. Yeah. yeah. And then the last one. Yeah. The twin beam cannons. Range one to four, two red, two white, beam two. We know what beam does. Um uh, fixed front. Um it's not that I don't know. I don't think it's very they, good they, they, they points. I think it's too They expensive. didn't they didn't finally make beam good? No. no I think they took it went the other it's way. almost like double the cost of the saber tank one. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is actually double the cost yeah, of the Yeah, I just think the, on a cheaper platform. On a cheaper platform. Yes. But like that's you can't fire support the resulting beam attacks. Yeah. And you can only fire support the first one. You can only fire support the first one. Gotcha. So that's why. If you're setting this thing up to be a fire support platform, like give it your best fire support go. I don't know. If the beam gun was like closer to 25 points, I would probably consider it. Yeah. But for 40 points, I don't think the beam gun sees the table on competitive play. It's yeah. super fun and it looks really cool. And it's going to be fun to take like two or three of these and take all these extra attacks throughout. But. I think uh, for 105 to 110 points, depending on your pilot, it's just too much. I do like the twin missile pods a lot, though. That's the one I like. And I think that because it's range two to four. Range three, this thing's going to melt and die. Yeah, in the current meta, especially with all the buses and T-47s we're seeing right now, Mm -hmm. I think the the missile pods is probably the way to go because when you fire support a a Z6 into it, you're you're essentially going to take out half of an Mm -hmm. enemy vehicle's health in one shot. Pretty, yeah. pretty reliably. And if there's two of them, you get double the chance. Yeah. I might be wrong, but uh, yeah, I think it's the missile pods that you want. I will be modeling mine with missile pods. <laughs> Keegan, do you have any thoughts about uh, its place next to like just using like a bark for fire support instead, now that you've been playing around with some of them? Yeah, I think it's... I mean, I like... Uh, one of the things that I've noticed playing around with the Barks is I am not always fire supporting them as much or as optimally as I thought I would because they are so much faster than the rest of my army that I'm trying to fire support. I'm also, I'm probably asking a lot of my one fire support squad uh, because it's real optimal fire support is, is fire supporting Anakin's saber throw. 
Um, so compared to the barks, uh, it's, it's a little muted. I like the, um, you know, I like surge to crit with that pilot, uh, over, over the surge to the hit, but I also kind of just get enough out of the surge to hit with what I'm doing. So, um, I like, I like getting new heavies. I still haven't assembled and painted my saber tank, which is on me. (laughs) Um, I, I like, I like what it can do and I'm looking forward to playing around with it a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, maybe I just haven't played beam and gotten uh, burned by it uh, <laughs> off the saber. I'm, I'm interested in what that beam weapon's going to do, because I think that there's some, th- that dice pool's beefy enough now that with a fire support on the first one, you've got a primary target that you can just like hit hard. And then um, uh, the, you can pick on like four dice is enough to like pick on strike teams and, or chip away at other stuff. Um, now yeah. tell me, remind me do the beam attacks does that count as a separate attack or is it all part of the same attack step because i'm curious if you get search to crit on all three of the beam attacks uh you use your own unit card so you would get the surge to hit or crit oh um i'm saying for, with the pilots it a, in there it is a separate attack okay oh gosh that's so much worse yeah <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Beam yeah. dead. I mean, I guess <laughs> we tried, guess, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. Moving on. If it was 10 to 15 points less, I think it would be a great option. I just think yeah. at 105 yeah. to 110, it's just a little bit too much. These other ones are so much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still I'm still in the camp of I'd rather have a Bark or an ATRT for like 20 to 25 points less, but we'll see. We'll That's see. fair. I'm definitely getting I'm, one of these. I'm prepared really to be cool. wrong. Oh yeah, I'm definitely getting one of these. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, <laughs> I still buy things that I don't ever play, so I'm just gonna yeah. buy and paint it, and yeah. it'll sit yeah. in a little cabinet, and I'll be like, "Oh, one day I'm gonna play clones more." <laughs> yeah, I have All a full right. set of droids here. <laughs> Where? What are you doing? All right. Uh, All right. So we have talked about All right. of the physical product that was showed to us. Time to get into some more of the uh, to be coming spoilers, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, so there was there was a lot that came out of this. And I know I just stepped on you. Did you want to do an intro? No, go for it. Go for it. Okay. There was a lot that got dumped on us uh, and a lot of like really new concepts and abstract stuff. So we're going to do our best to break down how we understand it, pulling from both the stream. Um, Will was on, jumped into the Legion Discord this morning to help clear some stuff up. And there's been a lot of conversations. So at the kind of top, we've got, we've got new kind of factions coming. We've got new, (laughs) new units. um, But there's, they introduced us all as kind of there's a different way that we're going to be um, doing uh, some of these some of these units. And to start, there's some organizational concepts. Two two big things: one, the concept of mercenaries, and two, the concept of battle forces. So mercenaries are going to be units that can work for one or more of the main factions. They can work for one of the existing factions, um, and that's going to be listed on their card. Uh, but and they're not mercenaries themselves are not a faction like rebel or CIS in their own right. So you're not going to just have like an all mercenary army. The second concept that we're going to talk about is battle forces. And this is going to be a way to break the current army construction rules. Um, and, and it's going to change it by listing these battle forces are going to be templates that list the specific units that you can use. Um, and they have a different force organization chart. So this can mean instead of like all of our armies these days have you know an, an 800 point list, have to have three to six core, a battle force, uh, 
army could have zero to three core and then three to six special forces and, and like just throw off the normal ex- expectations. Um, Will did clarify today that they're going to be battle forces are going to be fully legal for competitive and casual play. So this is not just like a, a, a narrative branch. This is <laughs> this is part of uh, the, the competitive 800 point tournaments. Uh, and finally, um, I guess not finally, but uh, we're, they're going to uh, give out access to special units like the Shadow Collective, which we're going to talk about here. So that lets players use Maul and the Seer Commanders. Some other battle forces are going to give uh, players access to brand new command cards specific to a battle force. Uh, we're going to talk about, like, they, they spoiled some other, like, Hoth battle forces. So some unique command cards that you couldn't use if you're an Imperial Hoth battle force. Uh, but you're if you're playing a regular Imperial Army, you couldn't use these command cards. Um, and finally, um, in terms of like physically getting access to this, they said that they're going to have a bunch of different uh, ways for players to get a hold of the battle forces. Uh, and while they'll confirm more coming closer, I think they did. They definitely said that the uh, Shadow Collector, for instance, is going to have like a, a starter box. So I expect that we're going to see like these other battle forces in starter box, which is a really cool entry entry point. I'm actually really excited about that from like a yeah. getting new people on board. Um, yeah, like if you say like, "Hey, I'm going to walk down to the game store and I see this," like as I'm, oh, I'll just get into it now. Like yeah. Echo Base Defense Force starter mm-hmm. box. That's so easy. Like, okay, here's 120 bucks. Yeah. Here's the start of a competitive army. It's themed. You've got some special abilities. And that's such an easy entry point for someone who's like, I don't even know where to go for this. Like, maybe you're just getting into it with a buddy. Yeah. It gives you a great jumping off point. Now, yeah. It's like, like it's like more, more, I, instead of, I want to find and some, split. you know, random cl- collect. Uh, collaboration of a battle it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna play the battle of hoth over and over again and i think that's an awesome new entry point for for people so sorry i have so many yeah i have like from an or like a local organizational like organizer standpoint it's like i have so many friends and like people that i I play other games with that are like man if they had like this kind of army like i would play and it's like i feel like we are gonna get all kinds of like little little baby armies (laughs) by the sound of it like Mm -hmm. we're gonna get like you know, like, I mean, scum is something that everybody has wanted because, you know, a lot of people came from X-Wing and they had that scum faction. So it's like, this isn't exactly a scum faction, but it's like pretty close. Like, yeah, it seems like seems like exactly what a lot of people wanted. So, yeah. and uh, I didn't know I wanted it either. But, how I wanted it. <laughs> but and, and then we saw the models. <laughs> yeah, I saw those pikes and I was like, oh, oh we're going to get into that. God. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So yeah, we're going to talk about the underworld stuff and and the Shadow Collective yeah. is kind of the the umbrella for that. Shadow mm-hmm. Collective is a battle force, uh, and so it's going to allow players to build their army out of several mercenary units. So we talked at the top, mercenaries themselves are not a, a faction, so you can't without a battle force, you can't like create a mercenary army. But Shadow Collective, you will be able to in some sort of way. Um, and teasing into this next section, we get new mall. <laughs> <laughs> and they also revealed the uh, uh, Mandalorian Super Commandos, um, who will also share the Super Commandos. They they don't merc for anyone, which is so. There's going to be all sorts of like, oh my I'm god, not, that's a play on yeah. words for they don't work for anyone. Yeah. Oh, I just got that. Yeah. I've been reading yeah. this the show note for a while now. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Will, think... if you listen, uh, well, well done. You you've earned Mike's heart with your uh, dad jokes. There. That's. <laughs> Some of the other uh, battle forces that they said we're going to be getting, um, I mentioned the Echo Defense Force, so the Rebels uh, Echo Base. We're also going to be getting Blizzard Force for the Imperials, which is General Veer's attack force on Hoth. That'll be fun. Um, it'll be cool to potentially get some new like 
Veer's life on the table. Yeah, he was absolutely. so iconic for the first year and a half of the game, and he's just utterly disappeared. So that'll be cool to see him again. Man. I'm a little uh, worried. Then, I'm gonna have to actually paint my paint a set of vets back in snow. Uh, no, I uh, <laughs> my my Veers looks like a zombie because he's like the second model I painted, so he looks atrocious. <laughs> so if it turns out that Veers is good, um, Nick, I'm gonna have oh, to man. get in touch with you. <laughs> I mean, there's no way. Yeah, I think you know where to find me. Um, there's no way that like I'm gonna. It's gonna be difficult for me to resist like replacing some of those older miniatures with like new hard plastic ones that i assume will come with these new boxes um and it's a great way to like give us a good lay and hot sculpt yeah because they were on hop yeah they didn't Let's say anything go. about reprints of these models but like yeah. i can't imagine that they're still even producing the old ones at this point they, so they mentioned when they revealed the clone wars starters that they were going to be shifting to hard plastic and eventually all of the older stuff would be produced in hard plastic obviously the shipping issues and the crises around the world make it hard to do anything right now so who knows where we would have been without covid but we're here now so yeah but, but we're also going to be looking at the 501st legion for the republic going forward which i really hope plays differently than a lot of the republic lists we're seeing now we have so much 501st already like, i know like, like we kind of have that yeah, now so i'm curious <laughs> i'm curious to see how they differentiate that um and then they said droid invasion force for cis and that could mean two things that could be naboo <laughs> that could be kashik it's gotta be naboo that's it right like it has to be droid invasion yeah. force it's gotta be naboo. i'm just worried that that implies that gun are coming <laughs> I think I, I think between that combination and one of the uh, one of the mic drop spoilers they gave us later, I think Gungans are almost absolutely coming. But what I what I'm actually really worried about is that this is going to be, uh, because the Droid Invasion Force did not have a significant number of uh, uh, special uh, stuff in there. There I saw some staps and some AATs, but I think we're getting like there were no B2s, so right. <laughs> maybe it's only B1s, but you get eight to ten of them. Uh, that doesn't sound. <laughs> What a, I will how, how, how terrifying would that major. be? I'm gonna have to buy some more B1 packs. <laughs> Damn. All right, man, that All would right. be an expensive battle force. Could you imagine if it's like two AATs and eight B1s? You're looking yeah. at like three hundred dollars. Like hundred yeah. minis on the table. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the underworld. Yeah, yeah let's get into it. So, um, we're gonna we titled this section "Everything Underworld" because, as you'll see, kind of like the underbelly of scum and villainy is where a lot of these new units and keywords and stuff are going to be coming from so this is going to be like a bunch of new unit cards that are going to leverage a lot of the new mercenary and battle force concepts that we just touched on um they did confirm that we're going to get updated cards for cad bosk and boba so that'll be cool to see some some bounty hunters as mercenaries um we're getting a new mall and we saw in the teaser trailer on thursday some pretty clearly iconic scum and villainy characters from like the Clone Wars and I think Rebels, right? Some of those guys are in Rebels. Yes. Yeah, probably. But yeah, some of the like the the Pikes and the Black Sun leaders uh, looks like they're making an appearance there, so that'll be cool. We also got a confirmed new upgrade card um, called Underworld Connections, and it's going to be a command upgrade so that you can give orders to your mercenary units. Mm. Yes. So that's going to be a fun little thing to see how they implement like these joint army functions. Yeah, and that and that actually uh, implies one of the clear things about it is that mercenary units will not actually be able to receive orders from commanders unless they have this upgrade card. Um, so where you count on having uh, order control? <laughs> Are you telling me that CIS aren't going to have perfect control? <laughs> we'll find out. 
doubt. <laughs> Press X. <laughs> <laughs> so we also saw some of the Pike unit cards, and we're going to talk. We are going to talk about them in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we saw a new keyword on there called independent, um, and that is that it gives a unit who isn't issued an order a corresponding token. So it's like the opposite of target and defend that the shores and vets have. Um, which, if these units can't be issued orders by most of the commanders without a command slot upgrade, seems like that's a little bit of a workaround so that it's not a straight liability. Um, we also did receive confirmation that um, if you have two independents, so like say you have independent surge and independent dodge, if you don't have an order, you will get both. Yeah, they're separate so, keywords. It's not yeah, the choice like cool. coordinate was. So. Yeah, or AI, you know, F. you you get one of them. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we know we we don't know all the details about how these uh, units are going to integrate with the existing factions, but we did see that list played the separatist list played, so we know the pikes are going to be in there. Um, and it looks like there's a, a pike capo or capo. I'm very capo. not Italian. Capo, it's capo. Uh, from from watching Sopranos, <laughs> uh, I think it's capo. <laughs> okay. And we just alienated a player base. Uh, <laughs> is, is what it is i'm close to philly so i'm probably gonna get murdered now but anyway um, <laughs> that's, not, that's so, not related to you saying what you said on the podcast oh well, i don't know there's a lot of crime families there anyway, oh hey hey, hey. <laughs> uh, we also have a pike disruptor rifle that's range one to four suppressive and impact one um on the stream they played that as immobilized one and had some <laughs> And it had red dice and immobilize on the stream. So um, thank goodness that was a mistake. Um, yeah, because it spamming... have red dice? It does have red dice. Though, right? No, oh. the other weapon, or the weapon does, we'll get to that. Yeah. There is a red dice immobilize weapon, but it's not range four. Yeah, I will I will say having it would have been thematically uh familiar because I've played disruptor weapons in the Star Wars role playing game and those things are brutal uh, and could absolutely immobilize. There was you an episode of there was an episode of Rebels that focused on um mm-hmm. the disruptor rifles and they were like they murdered all of Zeb's people, I think. They used yep. so they yeah. were banned. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty early on, isn't it? Yeah, it was season one. Yeah. We also got confirmation that we're getting a new Darth Maul. Um, this will just be Maul, actually, I guess not Darth. Mm-hmm. And confirmed that depending on what weapon he has, it's going to change his role and status in the army. So if he has his Darksaber upgrade, or if he's just running with his lightsaber, he's going to do different things. So hopefully we don't go into what you see is what you get territory. But um, as long as we're pretty clear about marking <laughs> nah, this, we don't want that. We don't no. want that. No, no. no. <laughs> Can we talk about these models real quick? Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not much of a, a hobbyist but i know you you guys are pretty great at it so like what are you looking forward to with some of these things here because we got we got the renders for the super commandos for maul for the pikes for the black sun these guys I'll, are amazing i'll let nick talk about what actual talent is looking forward to i'm looking forward <laughs> to this level of detail allows me to do basic simple crap like contrast paints and dry brushing and pretend that i'm talented so oh, man. <laughs> i do a lot of that too um man i was like eh i don't care about i don't care about this and then like i was watching like most of the paint stream i'm like man these pikes are dope i'm yeah. gonna need all the pikes and then they put them in the droid army the next day and i was like oh yeah i'm buying all the pikes <laughs> i'm so excited for pike I've, I've got a soft spot for pikes oh, it was so cool. like i first learned about them i know like they were of course in clone wars but i think yeah. i first learned about them in some like one-off adventure in the rpg that sure. was like a, a free download and then i learned more about them in the clone wars and then seeing them um uh, rendered like in in live action in solo was uh when they go to um 
Kessel was so much fun for me. Uh, and, yeah. and having these guys is, I'm just looking forward to these guys. Yeah. Like, they killed Sifo Diaz, and now we're going to get to play with them. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yep, yep. They're so cool. I can't wait. Um, do we want to get into like their unit card a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did we uh, talk? We, we covered all the renders that we saw. I do. I did. I did want to make sure. two comments. Uh, the new tactical rock mall is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. The tactical rocks have found their way. So they have. They have everything. crossed they over. Um, that's the, fun. The, they mentioned <laughs> a uh, a kind of like inspiration on the cast, but I, I couldn't remember if they said it was supposed to explicitly be a piece of the stained glass from the Mandalorian throne it room. It is. It's from oh, the, it's from man. that cathedral throne room. I didn't yeah. even realize yeah. that. That's it's, yeah. it's like the busted glass behind the throne oh, when he's fighting. Awesome. Is it Saxon that they're when that point? Saxon, either, yeah, either Saxon or, I mean, he was Maul in charge of Shadow Collective when he fought Ahsoka too. So. That's true. <laughs> Whoa, That's were true. they in the throne room too? They were. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. So, And the cloaks, by the way, on the Black Sun, the little oh, detail... Yeah there that is insane like yeah i have a few these more are just renders models. too yeah they're i have not, some like yeah wait till we get the sculpts man yeah the sculpts are like on par with a lot of the gw ones i have there so i'm really excited to see what they look like in person because this is a step forward even from the the steps forward that they've been taking over the last year <laughs> yeah this, this is, is awesome so let's talk about these pike syndicate foot soldiers so their point cost is redacted <laughs> um, but we can kind of figure out what they cost because we have their generic cost as well as their heavy weapon costs <laughs> yeah. so like if it follows the pattern if their generic extra guy is nine points they're probably somewhere around like 42 40, 40. yeah 40 or yeah. 44 so maybe I yeah because like ever since the last points update it seems like the uh yeah. the generic guy is the cost per mini minus two or three yeah. yeah which tracks they're kitted about like a rebel soldier rebel mm -hmm. trooper little yeah they're they got a lot of keywords they got a yeah. lot of cool keywords there that yeah. like rebel troopers wish they had but it's okay that they don't because yes so the dumb rebels whatever the pike syndicate for soldiers <laughs> are <laughs> Jesus. these are my new favorites <laughs> all right pike syndicate foot soldiers uh they come with danger sense too um <laughs> Oh, I, so one health, one courage, white defense dice, surging block, no surging hit. Uh, they've got a heavy uh, personnel, a Kai, uh, equipment, and a uh, grenade. Um, Danger Sense 2. Uh, so for anyone who still thinks that Danger Sense <laughs> is uh, is worth it's a nice little, uh, nice little bonus. Uh, outmaneuver native, which is really cool, um, especially... Uh, because they, they have the independent dodge one, which means as long as they don't have an order token, they're getting a dodge token, uh, which they can use to cancel crits. And finally, self-preservation. So this is something that's new, and uh, they will not be able to use the courage value of units that are not in the same affiliation. Uh, and we I think we can make a reasonable assumption affiliation is uh, like the Pike Syndicate. Um, yeah, we actually, we got that confirmation that the affiliations are going to be like the Pikes, the Black Suns, okay, cool. and that like a Black Sun capo won't be able to order a Pike. Yeah, and vice versa. Which is a, I really like that neat little Makes like sense. they're they're allies of convenience, <laughs> and yeah. they're just a, a threat away from just the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that because Pagani did mention that Underworld Connections gives you the keyword allies of convenience. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. Awesome, awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I like these dudes. Uh, 
I'm, I'm noticing how long we've been talking and I knew it was a ton of stuff, but maybe we should just jump into these heavy weapons. Oh yeah. We're, we've, we don't have that much left to talk about this concrete here, but we've got <laughs> yeah. the, uh, yeah, but, the, but as promised at the, at the hour and a half point, we've got our abstract real thoughts to get through. So oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we've got the P 13 dash M disruptor soldier and he is disrupting our cast right now, but he has ranged <laughs> one to four with a red and two black dice. Um, and he has impact one. So this is the range one oh. to four gun with impact yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. It's a real good weapon. That's a, Seems yeah, fine. That's a, that's a strong weapon. I, yeah. I mean, it's a DLT with critical or with impact instead of critical. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot. It seems like there's a lot of crossover. These guys are like updated rebel troopers, quite honestly. <laughs> you know, they're rebel troopers that are used to fighting in the underworld. Oh, man. And now we're getting the next guy here. Electro Whip Soldier. Yeah, this is basically the same thing as the Magna Guard. Everybody um, gets an Electro Whip. <laughs> Everybody I mean, gets the Mobilize. These guys just like hopping out of a, just like whatever kind of van or truck yeah. or speeder they're driving around. And you just like yeah. hop out, whip somebody. Like that's like right out of the show. Yeah. So this absolutely. is cool. It's a, it's a melee to range one weapon, uh, two red dice with a Mobilize one and Suppressive. So it's, it's basically the Magna Guard gun without Versatile, but has Suppressive. How many points is it? It's only 10 points. Yeah, it's only 10 points. <laughs> but, I mean, like... They're going to die. These guys are going to get like, die before they get shit-pasted there. by the time they get to range <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, if you get but... attacked by them at range one, you're going to you're gonna get... It's going to ruin your day. You've but... probably already lost if these guys are at range one. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to yeah. die. <laughs> oh, no, Danger Sense too, man. Every once in a while, Jin That's wins true. a game on, just on Danger Sense. Yeah, you'll yeah. roll your one save and you'll yeah. feel all great about it, but I've got Pierce ones. It doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Anyway, the the foot soldier that we talked about for the nine points um, adds a Pike Syndicate foot soldier mini, and he gains a new keyword called Cash Aim One. I love this. So this is this yeah, so neat. Yeah, this is super cool. So this says during setup, place one aim token on this card. You can spend tokens on this card, and it says you have this keyword even if this mini is defeated. I like that. A lot. They yeah. did mention that cash is going to be a keyword that they start bringing more into play. And I also really like how this is worded because clones can't share it. Yeah. <laughs> it says you can spend tokens on this card and it's not actually on the table. So for when cash thing, inevitably yeah. makes its way into Gar, um, we're yeah. not going to start with token sharing like we used to have with like the scout meme tokens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good feature proofing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, the Pike yeah. Syndicate Capo. Yeah. Coming in two varieties. Yeah, if you want to take him into the unit, he costs 16 points. Add one Pike Syndicate Capo Mini. Your courage is increased by one, and you gain Independent Surge one. Um, so there's the, the there is the implementation of two uh, two Independents on the same unit. So this in this case, for however many points that thing costs, uh, you are getting a dodge and a surge at the start of your activation. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah i like it yeah yeah it seems it seems interesting i mean if we're let's just assume that they cost like rebel trooper ish at this point and they're what 44 these days mm-hmm. right they 40? uh 40 no they're 40, 40. All right, i'm gonna say 44 for old fleet pricing so like if you're taking a, a capo and like maybe the uh this the disruptor rifle i mean you're looking at close to a 70 point card at that point but it seems like it does a pretty decent amount it's just about as tanky as a pathfinder they're always gonna have a dodge 
Danger Sense is good. Danger Sense 2 on a two courage unit's okay. Like, I mean, you know. Uh, it's only one courage. Oh, if you have well, the capo, right? you have the capo. Yeah, I'm like, I'm looking at that guy. Like, I like him a lot. <laughs> I like him a yeah, lot. He's he's al- he almost makes some generic Pathfinders. Yep. 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 He also comes as his own commander card, which we don't have a cost for. Nope. He has a command slot and a gear slot. White defense dice. Surges only to block. Four health, two courage. One black die in melee. Three black dice, range one to three. No keywords. So pretty uh, unimpressive attacking arsenal. He has independent dodge one. Danger sense two. And Will did mention that this keyword is called aid. That's covered by redacted. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, so it's aid, and then what I guess is the pike symbol. It's kind of hard to see on the smaller card, and I don't know what the pike symbol actually looks like. But it says, when you would gain an aim, dodge, or surge token, another friendly, I'll say pike unit at range one and in line of sight may gain that token instead. If they do, you gain a suppression token. So it's kind of like strategize that the super, tact- super tactical droids have. Yeah. Just less good. Um, I mean, you could just, like, couldn't you just give your independent dodge to, like, another, like, another in danger unit nearby, right? Yeah, that's kind of yeah, how I read that. Yeah, yeah, I would think mm-hmm. so. So, like, he's kind of hanging back there with the his gang of thugs shooting mm-hmm. at range three or four. And he's like, hey, you probably need another dodge, so you can take this instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's d- pretty good. Depending on how cheap he is, he could be useful as, like, a quick thinking battery behind a wall. Mm-hmm. you just like yep. pass off your aim dodge to whatever units around the corner yep keegan anything else to to add for the pikes no i'm, I'm looking forward to this stuff uh i mean the the last thing about he does have danger sense charging it up with it that's another way to charge up danger sense with suppression i also am always super nervous about danger sense on two courage units <laughs> yeah uh, uh but yeah Looking, uh, looking, looking forward to getting more details about these guys and, and the variety that this is going to bring in. Yeah, and let's let's kind of look forward into the uh, the future, like they were talking about for the next twelve to twenty four months, just to throw everything into one giant group. There, uh, totally. they did they did make a specific statement on their policy on organized play, which I know a lot of us were looking for, especially uh, Stabcast Tim. If you uh, <laughs> if you listen to Stabcast, he's ranted about that for a little while, and Tim got his wish, so I guess he wrote to the right Santa. But uh, <laughs> AMG did say that they are fully committed to holding worlds and high-level play, yeah. um, that they want to keep this going, they want to have high-level competition and competitive play, but that they are going to be holding on to their plans until uh, COVID slows across the globe and until shipping and receiving gets back to normal. Um, it kind of, and now I'm speculating a little bit, but it did kind of appear from their statements that they've set some deadlines and were told deadlines that... Um, their suppliers did not meet for them so that none of their OP plans or their kits, et cetera, uh, ended up yeah. getting to them. It's kind of the the reading between the lines that their statements felt like. Yeah, so, I think there's, a, there's an element of that. And then just overall for the, the physical content, they mm-hmm. it's all impacted. Uh, if, you, if you want a really good um, <laughs> Legion level analysis of uh, impacts of uh, what's causing this impact of shipping de- delays, check out the Outriders podcast last week, <laughs> where jo- where John talks about shipping containers and policies and things like that in ways that we don't need to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, in ways I, I don't, don't know. Need to listen yeah. to that, I I understand them, but um, that's fine. Uh, I'm excited because maybe I'll get to go to Worlds. I do have an invite. <laughs> yeah, and they did yeah. say that all invites that yeah. have been earned so far have been logged and will be honored. 
So if you have a ticket, we can have our nice 400 person worlds. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, I think they said uh, that they're talking to the Adepticon people in case things are starting to look good for that. Um, and I did book a hotel for Chicago just in case. <laughs> Damn, I don't think I'm going to be able to make Adepticon. That would be a bummer. Uh, yeah, that's going to be. I don't have an invite, but I want to go. I'll send you my invite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You we'll can have ours, out. and then yeah. yeah. We'll they also like said that they're committed to re- restarting play at their local store level. Um, yeah. so and it did there's... sound like this might be sooner than larger yeah. arenas. But... Yeah, Keegan, do you kind of want to talk about this one a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So talked into um, restarting play uh, and really getting out. Uh, they're looking at bring back some of the scenario stuff uh and i think just like looking at what amg does for marvel crisis protocol they they really know scenario stuff so i'm excited to see what they they come up with um it's it's not always first in my mind but uh because i have such a limited personal time to play uh but um one thing in particular they they re-mentioned was this vader down scenario uh which anyone who read the comics Uh, that was such an epic comic moment and they even hinted that this might you might even be looking at a scenario where one player plays not just uh like a vader backed up by an army in a narrative way that breaks with the comics but just vader a single vader model versus multiple armies which (laughs) which sounds like uh insane fun if done if done well which which they can yeah um, i'm all for that yeah they also specifically said that uh of one of the, of one of the scenarios coming for store play one's going to be skirmish uh and and we had the coming soon tm they also <laughs> mentioned something about a roaming dianoga <laughs> oh really i missed yes, that they did. <laughs> oh my yes gosh. uh imperial assault 2.0 <laughs> there was a mat there was a mission in imperial assault skirmish where there was a dianoga you had to fight that's fantastic cool. yeah, that's fantastic cool. i will I, I have excited. i have fun I memories wait. from uh I can't wait for somebody to 3D to like give me an STL so I can 3D print Dianogas. For the oh, table. that'd be awesome! Yeah, uh, early <laughs> memories cool. of playing the original Dark Forces when you're running around in a sewer with Dianogas. Uh, there you yeah. go. Yep, so yep. That'll that'll get me into it. I was young. I probably didn't get that far. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then the super exciting long term stuff. Uh, they. Uh, they heavily caveated with how nervous they were because they were breaking all of their instincts to talk about things this early in development. Um, they, uh, the former FFG studio head, had talked a year and a half, two years ago, about Mando uh, coming to the game, and they gave more details. As in, like the number of units that were coming <laughs> to the game. So yeah. they specifically said that we will be getting units such as Mando, the Child. IG-11, Dark Troopers, and Moff Gideon. So that's super exciting. And hopefully that comes sooner rather than later because I would love to throw yeah. some Dark Troopers into the Empire they're Army. Saying, yeah, they're, they said late quarter four into, into quarter one of 2023 because, yeah. uh, you know, doing the best they can, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, yeah, optimistically yeah. looking for that. And they did show us a render of one model uh, confirmed to go into the Rebels out of this set. Uh, Dad bod boba. Uh, <laughs> Rebels get a boba fett. Yeah, a boba, a boba fett rocking a gaffy stick. Uh, this is, yeah. new stat card, new unit card, like completely brand new unit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like, just good like it's a brand new boba and the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: If anyone who listens to us hasn't seen Mandalorian season two, that's entirely on you. <laughs> if you're listening to a Legion podcast and you haven't watched Mandalorian, you need to reevaluate your fandom. Yeah, Mike doesn't watch anything, and he and he's seen that. So. This is factual. <laughs> oh, uh, we oh, also man. got a model render for swoop bikes. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't clear listening to it if they like forgot to mention those in the underworld part yeah, where they actually know, should have yeah. been, yeah. or if this is part of the uh, the Amanda stuff. But yeah, swoop bikes sh- coming somewhere. I kind of have the impression that like the swoop bike slide was put in the wrong spot because they <laughs> seemed really confused when it yeah, popped up. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, and we've got this swoop bike already or yeah. render here." I was like, "Okay, have, so swoop, swoop bikes are coming, access. but I have no idea where, when, yeah. or who." But they look super cool. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Uh, um, they uh, did say that they're going to try to tie into um, in 2023. It's the 40th anniversary for Return of the Jedi, so they mentioned that they're yeah. going to try to tie in some content there, and made a lot of comments. Makes it sound like Ewebs are coming to the game. Ewoks, um, Ewoks, Ewoks. I said Ewebs. Ewoks you are coming Ewoks. to the game. Ewebs they, are here. And, sadly, and by a lot of by a lot of comments, you mean they explicitly said I'm Ewoks. supposed to say two words. Ewoks confirmed. I. It better be a scenario. He said. I, if he I said the sculpts, the they're working on the sculpts now. He said yep. they were finishing up yep. sculpts. So it's Ewoks, gotta be a troll. Ewoks, it's no not. It has not. to be. No, we want them. It's not. No, it's, <laughs> and so, yeah, this is... Uh, if, if, if Ewoks are coming, <laughs> uh, how far behind can Gungans be? But yeah, Ewoks are uh, Ewoks yeah. are going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I can only imagine what they're going to do with this, especially if they're leveraging the Battle Force concept. Uh, I was going to say, like it's yeah. probably like going to be a unique unit to Battle Forces or something like that, yeah. where you can only run it with like <laughs> like memes. <laughs> like yeah. memes. Yeah, but Endor yeah. memes and Battle Forces are competitive, uh, so we're going to see yeah. competitive Ewoks somewhere. And, you know, out of the three of us, I know which one of us is going to try it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he walks, he walks, he walks. Murder. be searching for a new co-host at that point. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> and the final, literally the last thing they were doing their round robin of, of, of what, what do you want to do? And before they cut the stream, they did say Ahsoka confirmed and then turned it yeah. off. Which, yeah, it was uh, literally a mic drop. Yeah, uh, so super psyched about that. She's one of my absolute favorite characters. I, in fact, every Phase Two model I have painted is in um, uh, three twelfth Company covered colors. Yep. So. I hope to see her in the Rebel faction. I'm less than enthused to see her in the clones. I from a I would perspective. I would love to see her as a commander in Rebels and then an operative in clones. That um, would be that or, would be cool. And and maybe like an operative. Uh, Rebel probably be an operative in both right I mean, i'd like to see uh, uh oh yeah they did. yeah that's fair i'd love to see covert ops on her for rebels i feel like that would oh fit for, there you uh, go for Fulcrum. there you go i like Kinda that just run her like Aiden or lando yeah all right so huge news huge episode awesome to talk about uh like i didn't feel bored <laughs> during any of this yeah ho- um, hopefully you guys aren't either because we still have an interview to go that's right. Uh, we're going to take a short break, uh, and we'll be back with our interview with Lance. And I just got confirmation we're actually going to have one of the other co-organizers join, too. So it'll be a good interview to talk about uh, the SoCal Ooh. Open coming uh, in uh, the second last weekend of October. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Legion 99 is brought to you by Six Up Supply, who has just recently released their latest original creation, the Force Flask. Each of the laser swords flasks is carefully designed and constructed to exacting cosplay standards, then fitted with a food-safe internal plastic tube flask fit for a galactic smuggler. We currently have three models to choose from, the Wise Mentor, the Dark Lord, or my favorite, the Double Fisting Apprentice. Perfect for personal use or larger events and celebrations, orders of six or more force flasks get 20% off. And as always, use discount code LEGION99 for 10% off everything in the store. Now, back to the show. (laughs) 
And we're back uh, with Lance and Robert from uh, two of the organizers for the SoCal Open coming up here the last weekend of October. Lance, Robert, how are you all doing today? Good. Hey, Keegan. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Uh, so you all, uh, SoCal Open happening in San Diego coming up soon. But before we get into the details of that, how did you, uh, I, I'd love to introduce you to the rest of the Legion community. How did you all get into Legion in the first place? Robert, you want me to start or you want to go for it? Oh, you can start. Okay, perfect. So um, I started off with my kind of miniatures game with X-Wing. I think maybe like a lot of Legion players. So gotcha, I was a yeah. big follower of, you know, Fantasy Flight. Um, went to Gen Con and I was there when they first showed off Legion. And I remember demoing it at the table. Nice. Just kind of thinking, man, you know, this is this is really cool. So pre-ordered it at my local store. I waited for come to come out. And, you know, it was my first miniature game painting too so watch that <laughs> first Sorastro yep painting i remember when i got the box i was like man his luke must be way bigger than mine because you can see all these details and i can't see anything um but, but since then you know me and uh one of my co-workers uh jim uh you know we kind of at least got started from our end we started playing our local store and i think we started running leagues like a month after the game came out once nice. we had everything set up we started running leagues nice so we've been doing it very since the beginning of the game, you know, that's really how I got into it. So start off with X-Wing and then kind of moving over to Legion. Awesome. Awesome. That's a similar path to me. Uh, and especially yeah. around the painting, I, I actually got into Legion begrudgingly thinking I was never going to do the painting. And then I, I watched the rest and I was like, okay, I can try that. Now it's one of my favorite things. We, we <laughs> followed an almost identical path. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. That's exactly, uh, sounds like me. So <laughs> I got into X-Wing around like wave three or four. So long okay. time ago. And Robert, what about you? Yeah, I've, I've been uh, playing war, war games badly for a long time. Um, my <laughs> first was Starfleet Battles a million years ago. Um, but uh, I moved to California like three years ago and uh, a friend of mine was into X-Wing. Oh. And we started playing X-Wing and then uh, got a demo game from Lance in Legion and been playing Legion ever since. Awesome. Awesome. So how would you guys go from uh, a couple of uh, X-Wing converts, uh, Legion League players, to running uh, one of the biggest uh, tournaments this year? Yeah, so you know, um, I think our league in San Diego and our group, we're, we're Solar Legion. That's kind of our, our group name. Um, awesome we're the biggest in san diego and i think we're one of the most consistent around here at one point we were mm -hmm. running leagues of 15 people every week coming to oh wow region. yeah nice um we're down a little bit with covid i mean it's understandable Certainly. we're down to about 10 10 a week which is still i think pretty pretty mighty um but you know we put on a bunch of we, we put on a prime tournament we had local mm -hmm. tournaments called landos that were set up by michael gonzalez <laughs> part of our group and he had nice. some cool cards for that and so when the socal open was coming around i heard rumors they were looking at del mar mm -hmm. and then um, I think Steve, the person who Robert mentioned brought him into X-Wing, recommended us to LJ. So LJ okay. hit me up on uh, Discord or, or Facebook, I forget which one, Sure. and just asked me if we would do it. And we said, you know, of course. Uh, you know, one thing we try to do in our group is uh, we, we're really big on the community aspect, making mm -hmm. sure people have fun. So if we can you know, do that and make sure it's a fun experience, we want to be part of it. That's awesome. Yep. 
yeah, the uh, the LJ recruiter uh, path is is a path that many have have fallen down <laughs> to to great effect. I think. Yeah, he, I mean, if anyone, yeah, if anyone's got force powers, it's LJ using his influence <laughs> over everybody. Right? He's like Palpatine back there using the battle meditation over the whole. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. So let's so talk about it. you mentioned Delmar. Uh, tell us a little bit about this this event. Yeah, so it's going to be October 22nd. So we're starting Friday, October 22nd, going through the 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be at the Delmar Fairgrounds. Uh, on that Friday, we're having a skirmish tournament. Um, it's really a day for us to finish set up the tables. We're going to have you know a lot of fun. We have some u- unique prizes and trophies for that day. But the main cool. tournament's going to start Saturday. 64 players on Saturday, so we're going to have 32 tables. Um, and then on Sunday, we have the cut to top eight as typical. But we're also going to have a duplication of what they had at the Lone Star Open with the redemption mm-hmm. bracket. So even if you don't make the top eight, we're going to have games for you all day. That's um, awesome. We're going to have a bunch of prizes where we are. I think we just made our recent post on Facebook, but we have custom art by Brian Kessinger, who does those Star Wars Calvin and Hobbes art. This, those are so cool. I'm so excited to get my hands on some of those. <laughs> yeah, we have those four command cards. We have a big sticker with our SoCal, with the SoCal Legion Facebook group mm-hmm. logo on it. There's What else are we going to We have Terrain. Mm-hmm. dark fire designs uh they make awesome you know star wars minis uh they're gifting us some gift certificates and gift cards um and we're gonna we're enlarging some of the resin prints to make trophies out of them oh that's awesome yeah, imperial terrain really cool. yeah yeah i've printed out the rex one and painted it rex with like a jet pack with a big like cloud of smoke coming out it's, it's awesome oh that's so cool imperial terrain <laughs> is is part of it Six up supply. I mean, you guys are hooking us up. Those force flasks, man. We are, we are awesome. Yeah, we are happy to support you all with that. Yeah. These and and you all are actually the first official purchasers of force flasks. We we pre, we we got your order in pre-release. Uh, so, yeah, one uh, one. Uh, uh, let's see if I remember the the real names. One dark lord and one old uh, wise mentor. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, and I think you're doing uh, first first place gets top pick uh, of those, and then. Yeah. Yep. Now it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think Robert can, Robert maybe can speak to this too. But one thing our group focuses on is fun first. So we yeah. know it's a competitive tournament. We know there's you know high stress. People want to win. But one thing we emphasize, and we hope the prizes and things do, and everything everything else we're putting on helps people remember there's someone else across the table, and they want yeah. they should have be having fun too. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's part of our goal. That's fantastic. One of the things I came in with no like competitive wargaming background, and, one, and the Legion community from early on had that that aspect of it. Of it's hey, we're we can we can get competitive and try to win, but we also we're going to make it a great experience. It's and I, I've seen just kind of from the uh, fr- from the edges, uh, the, the your, your community it just really exemplifies that. It's awesome. It's so deliberate coming into this uh, this mm-hmm. tournament. Thank you. Yeah, we have a great crew. Um, good bunch of folks working together to like Lance said have fun and that's really what what keeps me and I think a lot of people coming back awesome awesome well and there are tickets still available for this right yes there's tickets for both I think last I checked before I made that post with the prizes we had about 20 tickets left okay I, I do not know how many how much we have left but um, awesome yeah if you want to come and play uh, we're more than welcome yeah get, get on the uh get on the flg site i'm sure we'll put a link in the show notes uh for this but come on down san diego is just such a uh i i, I was 
sharing with Lance uh, and Robert before we started recording. I lived in San Diego for eight years and I miss it. Uh, I miss it a lot. Love getting back down there when I can. There's so many other things uh, that just make San Diego such a great destination uh, if you're coming from further away. Uh, uh, Lance and I universally agree that San Diego absolutely has the best burritos for one thing. Yep. So if, if you yeah. think you've had good burritos you and you haven't come to San Diego, you, you need to come on down to this event and get some good burritos. Um, I recently you, had my first yeah. California burrito courtesy of Lance and it was incredible. Uh, excellent. Dara, should we, uh, should we, should we do a quick tangent and call out our favorite burrito shops down there? Let's where, where do you go for your guaranteed good California burrito? I got one close to my house. Uh, El Azteca. For okay. Azteca. I forget which, what's the pronoun for that one, but man, that place is good. It's walking awesome. distance from my house. So awesome. I lived, uh, I lived briefly down in, uh, in, uh, in La Jolla, uh, down by the cove and, and Don Carlos down there is, is my go-to best burrito shop in the world. It's this little hole in the wall enjoys sticking out like a sore thumb <laughs> among <laughs> the rest of La Jolla, but it's, it's hands down the best burritos, uh, out there. So, um, I like one Berto's, which is near the store that, that, uh, that we play. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, awesome. Um, so you mentioned, uh, you know, you, of course, COVID and everything has been a concern, taking a hit on the in-person play. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who are, from, especially from outside of California, uh, California's got some various restrictions and expectations. What uh, what can folks coming down expect to have to be prepared for around that to come play? Yeah, so right now, I mean, we've been checking with uh, Kicker and Frontline Gaming mm-hmm. to make sure we're on the same page. Um, so right now we're following all the local regulations and, and guidelines. I know recently there's been law passed about like the mega event and if there's mm-hmm. over a thousand people indoors you have to show proof of vaccination um but we are not there i, I checked the <laughs> game and we are we are not at a thousand people so that one will cool. not apply okay um to be honest it's a little bit hazy what what maybe the future yeah. holds is covid it changes every week and for certainly, certainly. i guess people that don't follow the news we're in a recall election <laughs> in california so everything That's is right. kind of in the moment everything's kind of frozen in the moment so in right. two weeks, I mean, we'll, who knows? But um, one thing we've discussed as our group is, you know, um, you know, of course, we encourage everyone to be safe. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't if you don't feel safe, you know, please um, stay home or take whatever precautions you can. Yep. Uh, we will not be forcing people to share equipment. If you don't want anyone touching your miniatures, mm-hmm. uh, you know, please let them know. Uh, nice. None of this shared dice stuff for this one. Um, yeah. you can't force your phone to share <laughs> dice or anything like that. So we want everyone to be safe yeah, um, yeah. as best we can. So awesome. Respect your opponent. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Love it. Uh, let's see. You talked about some of the trophies. Are you, are you guys doing just kind of straight, uh, t- top finishers? You doing anything, uh, anything cool in levels of, uh, different kind of price prizes there? Let's see. So we got, we have trophies for first through third place of the main tournament. Okay. The skirmish tournament. First place of redemption, nice. uh, first place painting, and one for faction for painting. So we're gonna have, I think, twelve trophies overall oh around, and you know, it, it's fun printing them, and then I got to clean them up and paint them, and now we got to find the base. <laughs> I, you know, I I joked with people, but it may be true. I may be going through my childhood trophies and cutting off whatever <laughs> soccer ball and gluing on like a grievous, and that may That's... be what your prize is. That's something oh. that I really wanted to do for Atlantic City, but like I, you know, Atlantic City was in June, and I 
just didn't have time. <laughs> it's uh, but it's definitely something I'm circling after seeing them because I think I got to see one of them. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna have to like do something similar next year and steal your steal your idea a little bit. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's uh, it's an idea for the community, so feel free. I'm curious. You know what? All of our uh, anything we do, I hope anyone steals it and makes it better, so then we can take it back next time. That's awesome. Good. Awesome. Anything else about the uh, about the tournament that you guys want to c- cover? Anything we missed? Um, so, I, yeah, I do want to say we do have two other organizers. We have Michael Gonzalez and Peter Haas, awesome. who are helping us as well. Peter Haas is scheduled to be our main judge uh, nice. with Michael and Robert helping. I'll be the tournament organizer. Um, the other thing that will be interesting is when they release those new rules updates. Because, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. We were excited for Yoda and everyone else, and then kind of cringed at like, look at all the rule breaking stuff. This is going to happen, and that got delayed. <laughs> and they showed off, you know, the new Vader and some of those rules. And as mm-hmm. much as I'm excited about them, I think you know AMG is going to bring breathe a lot of life into this. I'm a Crisis yeah. Protocol player, so I see what they do there. All right, nice. Um, nice. Who, who, but um, who isn't excited for that new Vader man? So <laughs> I know I want to see more Vader on the table. He's the big bad in Star Wars. Yeah, He's man. been you know just sitting on the sidelines. So it's good to have him back. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we have two weeks before we have a cutoff, but if okay. it's going to be, if it's going to be close to that timeline, uh, we'll post updates about whether we're going to, if it comes after, we'll see whether we're going to implement it or not, but I, we're excited for it. Gotcha. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we were just talking about that on our previous segment about how, how pumped we are for for that errata and what else yeah. is coming. Uh, are you, uh, are y'all um doing list submission before uh any anywhere that players should uh should be looking to uh be sure that they they do that ahead of time or is it all going to be tracked at the day of uh tabletop.to uh yeah. we put a link there should be a link in the players packet okay. on the flg website uh the night before okay or maybe the morning before we need it uh and then also one thing we're, we're discussing now for the redemption bracket mm-hmm if you're not in the top eight, you can change your list up whatever you want for that second day. So if you have a nice. list, you're like, man, this failed the first day. You know, have some fun, mix it up, and come back with something new the second day. Love uh, it. We're allowing proxying of custom miniatures as well. Okay. Uh, so if you want to purchase something from one of our sponsors, Darkfire Designs, or use one of your other mm-hmm. ones, just let us know ahead of time. We want this, again, be, be fun. Awesome. So just get our approval before you come in, and it'll be, it'll be gravy. Awesome. Love it. All right. Well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, the the packet and uh, the, and there's a TTO in there. Where else? Uh, where else should can folks find you all uh, to to learn more? Yep. So uh, let's see the Facebook on the Frontline Gaming Star Wars Legion page. That's the mm-hmm. main one. So that is something okay. between Legion Tournament Circuit and Frontline. I believe it's like a co page where we, we post all the information. Cool. That's the that's the big one. If you want to find me on Facebook. Um, Lance Urelian, or you join Solar <laughs> Legion on Facebook uh, or Solar Legion group. Uh, you can message me there. Uh, awesome. We're here to answer questions. Again, we just want to make sure everyone's got, everyone has a good time. So. Fantastic. Fantastic. And yeah, if anyone, especially if you're down in the San Diego area, check out Solar Legion and, and get in there uh, to to get in some, some good playing with some great folks down there. So. Indeed. Well, thank you both, Lance and Robert, for coming on. Uh, Nick, I miss anything in there? No, no. Um, from a, from a former LTC tournament organizer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, former, <laughs> still am. ECO's <laughs> coming back yeah. next year. Experience, of course. Yeah, yes. Um, hey, man. Uh, yeah. good luck. 
Um, I, you have, you seem to have a lot of support. You guys are going about everything like the right way. I don't, I, you guys, it sounds great. I wish I could come, but like I, my work is to, is they, they don't let me have weekends off very often so. <laughs> and flights are expensive. So <laughs> if you have any tips for us, Nick, man, we're more than welcome. We want to know what, what works and really what to avoid. So absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, bring bring your walking shoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> said many times. Bright judge shirts. I think me and Mike walked yeah. like day two when Mike helped me judge because we did ours like the older way. We had two heats, and day two Mike helped me judge, and I think we walked like even he said he walked like twelve miles. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> eleven miles. Eleven miles. He just picked us. Yeah. I may need to reconsider my participation in this. Event. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, don't don't. It's California. Don't you guys have like segways and stuff out there? Still. <laughs> I don't. Know, I just get on a surfboard and go over there for a day. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah. If if you depending on how the the uh, room layout is, uh, if you end up in a really long uh, layout creating zones for the judges so you're not all covering all the tables is <laughs> it's helpful but yeah we did that a little bit at lvo still 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 got the miles in but i think i only did like five or six miles in a day uh, as opposed yeah. to these guys 11 bright so. color judge shirts would help judge judge shirts would help mm-hmm. but i know that like kicker gave me a uh, black a black judge <laughs> shirt that he wanted me to wear <laughs> that I wore one of the days. So that was not helpful, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, everyone's learning. Yeah, everyone's yeah, learning. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really, I am really jealous. I can't, I can't come to this one. Um, it looks like it's going to be great. That prize, the prizes you guys are putting together are, are awesome. Um, I really, I those cards are cool, like the alt arts yeah. for yeah. the uh, command cards. I'm really jealous. I did some, we did some alt arts for ACO that went over really well. So it's like the cards are fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that was such a big x-wing thing so it's like it needs to be a big lead see you come from x-wing so i know you know it's like it oh, needs yeah. to be a big thing in legion too oh man like we have all... a custom boss with that old band boss card from x-wing with all the heads on the wall yeah i just oh, yeah, made into a legion card so yeah the, Dis- the, the disney the, yeah. the disney uh, yeah. uh the disney uh what do you call it um, yeah, whatever the sensor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> the sensor. Yeah. We may have some of those kicking around there too. So we're gonna have some nice. random prizes. We oh, give out man. stickers so cool. all the time. So every awesome. people may walk away with some rando Star Wars stickers. So That's it's gonna be great, fun. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, this will wrap it up for uh, for this uh, episode of uh, for this sec- segment and this episode of Legion Ninety Nine. Uh, as always, come back every couple of weeks for Legion Ninety Nine and listen in the same feed for Turn Zero Lists. Thanks, everyone.